0: In 2020, in an effort to improve efficiency, Roberts eschewed the cheese grater and instead simply took a paring knife and sliced off tiny little chunks of the cheese block to put in his burritos. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Painting Pictures Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Roberts, coming to you from Craftsbury, Vermont. Got a special episode to share with you today. It's an interview with Evil Gabe. He is the, uh, he is the evil to my good. He's the tall to my short. He's the skinny to my fat. He's the Frenchie to my... I don't know. I don't know what I am pinky <laughs> he is tan he's tan and I'm, I'm definitely pink uh, what else do we have not in common well you'll find out this is a conversation recorded via Skype and Gabe is coming from Scotland on this recording I'm coming from Vermont and we ramble you'll have to forgive a little bit of inside baseball when we talk about people that we knew in Paonia and reminisce a little bit and you'll be like I have no idea who that person is maybe you will someday maybe you'll meet them down the road and you'll be like oh i know i know you i i heard you on the painting pictures podcast or i heard about you and they'll be like the what you'll be like yeah the painting pictures podcast with gabriel roberts and they'll be like fuck that guy (laughs) fuck that guy fuck you you'll be like geez take it easy buddy Has that phrase ever worked out for anybody? Oh, take it easy, buddy. Has that ever really calmed somebody down? Some prick that wants to fight, hears that. Take it easy, buddy. And then go, oh, you're right, I should. You're right, (laughs) I will. I'll try to take it easy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't think so. I don't think it ever works that way. I got to run a cellulose gun yesterday for the first time. Uh, again, if you're in California, you're probably not familiar with the concept of insulation, and you may not know that a popular type of insulation is called cellulose. It's not the um, thing you get from or on the back of your legs, if you know what I mean. That's cellulite, and it's not it's not like a product of that. Um, it has nothing to do with cottage cheese. It is made from recycled newspaper, so it's a it's a nice recycled product and it's a little particulates of fluff that you uh, you can fluff out an attic space with it. Just just bury everything up in your attic with cellulose and then you have this big pile of fluffy insulation that uh, keeps heat in. So I've seen it, I've I've uh I've rolled around in it. I've breathed it and uh pushed it around to try to find electrical cords or whatever in attics. But I've never actually <clears throat> blown it. I've never been the one that 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 f- I've never been the fluffer. I got to do that yesterday. Uh, up in an attic, it was a very small and cramped space, uh, I could barely turn around, and I was balancing on uh, little planks on top of the ceiling joists, trying not to step in between them, or, or no stepping was happening, kneeling, trying not to put a knee in between them through the old uh, the old sheetrock, you know what I mean? You never want to do that, that would... Uh, I'd love to see that from below, though. So you hear, you're like, you're, say, you're home and you don't know that there's a contractor insulating your attic and you just hear rustling up above. And then all of a sudden you see a knee just like poke through the ceiling. You'd be like, huh. (laughs) Anyway, I didn't, I didn't do that. I, I have, uh, I have, I have stepped on some uh, sheetrock and it has held before. That didn't happen yesterday, but. Pretty much every time you get in an attic and you're poking around with your feet, you're, you're liable to um, take a misstep and you just hope that that stuff holds. Or that if it slightly cracks, it just isn't noticeable from below. And that that's basically, that happened yesterday. Nothing bad happened. Uh, got to push a, push a hose around with a big pipe on the end of it and spray uh, spray fluffy <laughs> insulation out of it. In the complete pitch dark with a headlamp on, a respirator... Dust flying, um, stuffing stuffing this hose with a big PVC pipe on it down the roof line of a 100-year-old home, um, just cramming it full of this fluffy stuff. <laughs> Get warmer! Be warmer! Just more! Stuff it! <clears throat> and then there was somebody down uh, on the ground on un- unzipping packets of bales of of cellulose and dumping them into a little hopper and a motor and a vacuum sucking and blowing the shit up the hose and then into the house it's pretty straightforward uh sort of satisfying because it's pretty effective uh, but just weird one of those things I never never would have thought I'd be doing but but there I was uh, didn't didn't tweak my back, uh, my hips are a little sore from lying on the planks sideways, and I had one hectic moment, that, um, the hose was attached to the big pipe, which was like six feet long so that I could stick it way down these sides of the roof, and then I would gradually fill up, kind of jamming down, trying to dense pack the cellulose in the roof, gradually it would back out. And of course, I don't have control over the uh, thing. I had a walkie-talkie to talk to the guy on the ground to tell him to shut it off. But I'm like kneeling over uh, wearing a sweatshirt and gloves. Like I I have nowhere to clip except for on a pocket that then is kind of inaccessible, to, um, the walkie-talkie. And so I would try to just you know, keep it running, and then I would withdraw the tube, but then the corner of it would get caught on the peak of the roof, and so it would be this hectic moment of trying to extract it, and it's blasting cellulose, and the whole place, you know, visibility goes down, and I'm trying to, like, maneuver it around, and of course, there's nails poking through the um, roof, you know, from the roofing, and so you're trying not to poke your head or the hose on nails, and it's blasting cellulose. <laughs> Try to maneuver it around and then jam it back down another hole and then breathe a little sigh of relief while you kind of adjust yourself and hope that the walkie-talkie didn't fall off into the pit of cellulose, etc. It was an adventure, guys. And uh, I was really happy. Now I can say that, yeah, I can, I can blow cellulose. I can fluff your attic. Let me at it. Get me up. Send me up. Send me up. Turn it on. I'm ready. Blow me. Blow me hard. Fill me up. Fluff it. Let's fluff it up. Let's fluff it up. Fluff it. Fluff it. Let's fluff it up. So that was my Thursday. Not exactly what I expected. But that's, uh, you know, that's life. That's life. And, uh... I don't know, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Is that cool? Is that does that interest you at all? Whatever. I should get on to this interview. It's long. So if you have any questions, uh, send an email to Gabe Roberts, G-A-B-E-R-O-B-E-R-T-S at gmail.com. I'll get right back to you. And if you want to uh, go to the website, it's gabe robertsart.com. All right, folks, this is a, this is just a nice little interview with Gabe, Evil Gabe from Scotland. Uh, I hope you enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. Okay. Okay.
1: And it says you are recording the call. It says,
0: okay. And it says to avoid legal snags and tell people that you're recording the call. Yeah, so, I can
2: see that you are. Okay, Gabe,
1: fair
0: enough. Gabe, I yeah. have something to tell you. What's that? I'm recording this call.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> I took it off speakerphone. I hope it sounds better.
0: Yeah, it sounds good.
1: Okay, good. Sweet.
0: Scotland, eh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fiona Mitchell, you have not met her. No. I don't think she. I met her in Paonia. She's a friend of Megan's who had North Fork yep. restaurant um, from way back, and so she would come to Paonia every now and then.
0: But she's from Scotland.
1: Yes, she's from Bonnie Scotland.
0: How do you do? You try so, to yeah. do you try to say things like a Scottish person? How do you say how? What's the right way to say Scotland?
1: Okay, so it's we. I feel like I'm a good imitator of accents
0: right.
2: I
1: have Spanish friends that I can imitate I feel perfectly uh, my mom has a French accent I feel like I do a good imitation of my mom <laughs> I can't do a Scottish one <laughs> I can finally understand what they're saying mostly <laughs> but I still they, it varies wildly Like there's All a right. lot of different Scottish accents and uh, I uh yeah, I see, meet old people from weird places and like, wait, what is he trying to say?
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> a amazing. Lot,
1: a lot. When I first got here, it was like everyone all the time. Like, I remember being at the grocery store, when the guy's asking if I want a bag. I'm staring at him and he's asking me like six times. Finally, I turned to Fiona like, what does he want to know? <laughs> hmm. Wants to know if you want a bag, honey.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, Wow. That's a trip. Yeah. But you you yeah. you've been there for a while. 3 now. years. Damn. Yeah, 3 years. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you have a regular fun. do you have you, do you have a regular sort of uh rotation like with seeing your daughter and stuff like that?
1: Uh she came over here once <laughs> and we got back for a month. Uh like um uh, a couple of months ago okay um so good to visit family and snatches but i don't see people that much but everybody was really spread out and we weren't we don't see each other that much anyway
0: you I know? know it's true
1: yeah um but uh i've had a lot of visitors like a lot of paonia people have come through i've had nice. most of my family come uh my mom my brothers my daughter Um, My dad has not made it yet, um, but it's super far for him. Um, And uh, like random panyol, people like Eric came for a month. You know, Eric?
0: (laughs) Yes, of course (laughs) he did.
1: So, yeah, yeah, he just posted up and like just tindered up all the women (laughs) of Glasgow and like played (laughs) music all over town.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That sounds fantastic, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, uh, Jordan, I don't know if you know the know Jordan or know what just happened, but that dude came and like, did a bike tour with uh, Jenica here, and uh, that was cool, just like random panyan person. And then Siri was just here. We went and saw her play.
0: Siri from the uh, iPhone?
1: Siri from uh, elsewhere. She's an elsewhere musician.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And... Maybe that was after you left Paonia.
0: Yeah, it's been a while.
1: Not... Yeah, I don't know. I don't we know went... when who was there.
0: Yeah. Um. So, speaking of Paonia, that's where you. That's where you became evil, Gabe. Do you? Yeah.
1: Are only, you... only because of you, really. <laughs> right. I and I tell people, I've told a few people that story, and I just say that I chalk it up to your general goodliness. It wasn't even that I was particularly evil. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I, was I mean, that as is as evil what... as the
1: next guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is what evil people say, though. I mean...
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. But would you tell... I feel tell... Like I've been doing...
0: Would you tell people that story? Things.
1: Oh, I do. Okay. I have told people that story. People don't believe it because I do lots of goodly things. They're like, "Really? How are you?" Well, I don't
0: know. Would you um, would you mind telling it again for the listeners of of this podcast?
1: Oh, sure. So, um, Jack, uh, is a peony person, and yep. he is a sort of a free spirited hippie type, and um, was partying <laughs> a house party. I think it was at Susan house wow. Susan and somebody's yeah um, and uh, we were having mead <laughs> and uh, then Jack was telling a story I was talking to someone and Jack was behind me telling a story to a group of people and he was like blah 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 Gabe this or that I don't remember the story and somebody was like which Gabe and he's like good Gabe <laughs> so <laughs> then i like who listened to, to see what he said further, and he's like, you know, the one with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, huh, and turned around, and um, and then there was a big laugh about it. And then the next time I went to a party, uh, or like a place where there was a group of people, um, I think it was like at somewhere random like dakin's house somewhere i never went before or after but i remember walking in a room and everybody was like evil gay." <laughs> <laughs> i was like "What?" like that was quick like that's the very next time i went in that room it was like norm at cheers you know uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so man. i was like all right i'll embrace it Got yeah it i mean
0: late. have you found it hard to like make friends or do you feel like people trust you less now that you're evil
1: no, no, not at all. People, People don't gravitate don't. towards evil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> People don't really care.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I've really been in touch with my evil side in Glasgow um, that much. People are just so goodly here that it's hard to, you know. Although I did just get into it with the city bus driver. Oh. They try to kill you when you're out on your bike. Oh. He's yeah. honking and trying to run me up the road and yelling at me to get on the bike lane. It is closed. Bike, the bike path was like under construction.
0: Oh, man. <laughs>
1: it's like, dude, <laughs> you're taking the piss.
0: So you're still, you're still riding those, those stupid two-wheeled things around?
1: Everywhere, all the time, yeah. Um, for a living, I fix them and give them away for free to refugees and asylum seekers. And, uh, and I also have a job teaching uh, a sh- curriculum called shredability at elementary schools in Scotland
2: I'm no way
1: in- yeah it's actually called shredability the british cycling has a curriculum that is taught in schools by certified teachers called um bikeability okay and it is pretty lame <laughs> and i expressed that like i work for a bike charity and know the bike charities around and see there's a lot of cycling advocacy effort and money to create cyclists
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh they made a curriculum that is lame that would make As me a, not want to be a cyclist
0: to create and
1: everything like, i see everything racing? i see is about no it's all about like how to be either racing like Like agro sport or Mm -hmm. most of it, 99% of it all is how to be like, wear a high vis vest and follow Mm -hmm. traffic rules and make Mm -hmm. sure your tires are pumped up. Um, (laughs) And uh, we rock up to the school with a van full of BMX bikes and helmets. Sweet. And jumps and like just find sweet stairways at the school and teach the kids the world's your playground. Just shred it.
0: Awesome.
1: uh, it's so fun. They get all bloody and the teachers are cool with it.
0: Wow. You haven't gotten sued yeah.
1: yet? I don't think they can here. It's not like they're. And uh, we're we're diligent. We put protective gear and everybody sees what we're doing. And, uh, you know, like uh, we get all the kids riding and happy. That's pretty good.
0: That doesn't sound very evil at all.
1: No, no, I haven't been doing evil things. And then I'm um, bikes Santa at the other one. Again, free bikes. <laughs> People that need them.
0: <laughs> so that's this is
1: a, a helmet, a lock, and a set of lights.
0: And a this bike. is this is a another a charity in in Glasgow?
1: It's in Scotland and then I kinda run the Glasgow branch. Cool. But I do most of the stuff. The guy that's like my boss just gets money for it mostly.
0: So how'd you um, get three, into how'd you get into all this so fast?
1: Uh, well, it's three years. So it's not so fast.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I uh kept doing what I had been doing in the states when I got here, and really didn't like doing it over here.
0: The and, recruiting or headhunting. Yeah. Hunting? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it here, and
0: um. Wait, did it change? Did you? start dealing with different clients because of your move or just you dealing with the same clients but you, your your attitude changed
1: no i started doing it like over here like with clients over here okay It took like, jobs with y- firms that do it yeah and like um i think i just realized i was always happier doing the bike stuff yeah you
2: know yeah
1: and so uh figured out a way to make A career out of that it's sweet i'm good at it and uh yeah man it's less stressful and uh like i literally have days where like i taught four kids to ride bikes for the first time ever (laughs) and they paid me that's (laughs)
0: amazing
1: (laughs) really fun you know or uh just like today i gave three sri lankan asylum seekers like a mom dad and a daughter bikes uh and lights and locks and they were soaked
0: dude that's uh, sweet is that through were they used like refurb stuff through through a a co-op kind of thing or
1: yeah we have like a co basically we have a co-op and we get like a little grant funding or donations to pay for it and people give us bikes and we fix Mm them and any asylum seeker or refugee can register to get one and then we just pump them out as fast as we can and we buy helmets and lights and locks Wow. And then we do repairs because people rock up and like, please fix my bike. Yeah. If we said yes to all the repairs, we would never get any bikes out though. So well, I, can't, I I believe like it. Repairs. Do but you... sweet, We. My job's to trick people into working there for free.
2: Yeah. And I'm
1: good at it.
2: Yeah. I
1: have a chef that makes a mega meal for less than one pound a person, vegan, halal. Everybody could eat it. We feed like 25 to 50 people once a week.
0: Really. <laughs> At the co op.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Is That's that like a key. week? I was, I was trying to communicate
1: thing? that. No, it's Wednesday night.
0: Huh.
1: It's like a dinner. Just do Wednesday night, 5 to 10 p.m., dinner at 7.
2: Cool.
0: Uh,
1: and like, I'll invite people down to come get bikes. Yeah. Just fix them and give them away as fast as we can.
0: That sounds amazing. Uh, So, is that yeah. what? Is it, what's taking up most of your time right now in terms of those three? You mentioned the, well, I guess that's yeah, two, the so, co-op thing and then the schools program. Yeah,
1: so, so mostly the bike, getting bikes out and dealing with that. Um, we got kicked out of a shop we were in so we had to like get our own shop and uh, we're sort of in like a transition one now. Yeah. And it's much harder to get bikes out, but we're getting bikes out. So
2: cool. It's
0: cool. Yeah. Um, um What's the difference in, like, the general quality of the bikes that you, you deal with over there versus, say, Paonia?
1: Oh, it's, it's a disaster, man. It's, uh, Glasgow's <laughs> a grimy, wet, <laughs> boggy. Uh... We, even Edinburgh, like, on the other side of the country is drier. And we bring bikes from Edinburgh because the Glasgow ones are just so hashed. Wow. I wrecked the other day on my bike in a pothole that I was hidden by a puddle. And oh. like wrecked into a black, grimy Glasgow puddle. <laughs> <laughs> my bike underwater, probably drank some <laughs> In the dark, icy cold, just like pissing rain on my way to play soccer. Oh. And uh, I was just like, <laughs> when I dragged my bike out of it, I was like realizing the crash had just kind of cleaned my bike. Like, oh, it kind of looks better because I put it underwater. Like, it was just so caked and shit <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> just like stuck seat posts and
0: documents oh,
1: that won't turn like grease that just turns into paste Oof. that just glues shit shut. Wow. So I'm getting good at working on bikes. You know All bad. Yeah. And there's lots of cool different bikes over here. That's cool.
0: Yeah, like what? Like uh is it is there still like department store bikes?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that. So we don't fuck with those, though. We'll throw those yeah. away, mostly.
2: Yeah.
1: Mostly. Yeah. If we have the one that, you know, like, ah, we could just give that to whoever. Like, so right. that's really desperate. That just rocks up the day. Here, take this. Um, But, um, yeah, mostly we try to get worth fixing ones. Yeah. But you run into that. People buy, I don't know what to do about it. Like, it's a big problem with trying to get people rolling is you want to lower the bar of entry if you want to get people to use cycling as transport. Yeah. The low price ones are shit where they'll yeah. put people off it, make you not want to
0: right. ride.
1: Yeah. I think about that. I think about the bikes. That's sort of the like if I needed a way to get around and someone gave me this bike, would I then like maybe just decide I don't like bike riding? Because if it's like that, I'll try to not get that bike out.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: But if it's like, oh, this bike kinda sucks, but fuck, it's way better than that dude's shoes, then I'll give it to right. him. Right.
0: Right.
1: How's your bike, by the way, that we built?
0: Great. I still need a new, a, a longer seat post. But mm-hmm. I ride it like... um. Oh, God, it's embarrassing. I mean, I ride it so little. First of all, you know, it sits in the garage for a solid six months of the year. <laughs>
1: Why? Yeah, <laughs>
0: dude. Well, so there... Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just...
1: Yeah, I've been launching this campaign (laughs) face-to-face, one-on-one, but this is the first time I'm launching it on my podcast. Okay, Gabe, listen to me. Don't use your car as a coat, buddy. Okay, (laughs) we're in a climate crisis, right? And and it sounds to me like you're using your car as a coat.
0: Yeah, I am. Every day.
1: (laughs) Right. Do you own a coat? (laughs) Let's just start there.
0: I, I I own so many coats.
1: Okay, so have you thought about instead of the car, just <laughs> wearing a coat <laughs> and then ride your bike?
0: Yeah. Um. Well, the thing is, there's, there's. I mean, I can give you a long list of excuses. I think the main thing is that. Yeah. Let's handle them one by one. All right. That's the first <laughs> one got. All right. So, so the biggest thing is geographically. Things are pretty spread out. So I the places that I have to go and this is yeah. I mean, really, this is really going to just I'm going to I'm going um, to start getting <laughs> mad, mad at myself here. But um, generally, like the places I have to go, like, say, the next town over Hardwick, it's like a 15 minute drive. So what's that like? Well, a, that's it, like uh, a five hour bike ride or something.
1: No, how many miles is uh how many miles away is it?
0: It's like 8 miles away.
1: It's 8 miles away. So that's less than an hour.
0: Yeah.
1: You can but, ride, you can you can always ride 10 miles an hour lounging, not breaking a big sweat.
0: True. Now, okay. now the other issue is that the roads are generally are ex- exclusively two two-lane roads and they Yeah. This time of year and, and a good chunk of the year have <laughs> snow banks on either side.
1: Snow banks are pretty tough.
0: Okay. Snow banks are tough. Now, it is really it is really uh, an excuse, though, because I think what you would do if you lived here is you would take all the back roads, of which there are plenty. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Take the back roads.
0: Where <laughs> here...
1: You're, for safety. If it's icy, you know?
0: Yeah. So I don't I don't really have much of an excuse besides just nobody around here does it. So like the only time I'll use my bike is I like I'll ride it up the hill to go play soccer during the summer. And sometimes sometimes
1: I play soccer every week here, even in the winter.
0: Outside. Outside.
1: Yeah, it's not as cold as you think here. I think it's like on the west coast, it's warmer than the east coast. We have like some Gulf Stream stuff happening. Nice. Scotland's different than you think, probably, if you haven't been here. It has palm trees. What? Um, yeah, on the west coast of Scotland and on the Highlands, there are palm trees.
0: Whoa. Uh, With coconuts. It
1: doesn't get no, uh. not that kind of palm trees.
0: No monkeys. Uh,
1: no monkeys. <laughs>
0: um,
1: <laughs> But it's like it doesn't get hard, hard freezes on the coast usually. Um, okay. like, like up in the hills. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but it'll, you know, it'll get freezes, but not hard ones. But it'll be a lot of like high 30s, 40s, freezing yep. rain. You can yep. get a totally hypothermic, windy, salt, wet as fuck right. air. Right. <laughs> Cuts right <Yeah>. through you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's rough. Yeah.
1: Um, but you can still go out and do stuff. You know, you can go play, ride your bike and play football for an hour and ride home without freezing. Right. Yeah.
0: Do they call it football?
1: They call it football. We play five a side. So it's like in a little, looks like a little indoor soccer place, but you're outside. Nice. And, uh, you can play it off the wall and stuff. And they have like a goalie box that if you're the goalie, you can't come out. And if you're a position player, you can't go in. Huh? Have you been
0: playing some goalie?
1: Oh, uh, You take turns, so you all have to play going. Nice. Yeah.
0: That sounds great.
1: That's good. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow to play with a new group of guys that one of the asylum seekers that fixes bikes with us uh, invited me to Alexis, but I invited him to my group just because I thought he might enjoy meeting people and playing with different people, and he's the best soccer player I've seen in many years up close.
0: Oh, boy. Like,
1: the field with and then he invited me with his friends and I was like, I oh, don't know, dude, I'm old and so he's like, No, no, you're okay. Uh you'll be fine. And then he told me later that the friends are like some French uh football academy development team or something. Oh my
0: god. What? <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> that's tomorrow at ten AM oh Dude, bro, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's from El Salvador. There's lots of El Salvadoran asylum seekers here. Really? Yeah.
0: Because. El Salvador's going through some shit right now.
1: Yeah, I think it's like one of the most violent countries in the world.
0: Ooh. And
1: Cooper and Jay from Facebook are like in uh, vacation there for months. Like that's weird that I know like a hundred asylum seekers from there. You guys go on vacation to there.
0: You know, Chris Gard just went on vacation there too. Oh,
1: that's interesting. He,
0: he lives in uh, he lives in Panama now. And works for a guy yeah. that has hotels and stuff in El Salvador.
2: Yeah, he was Maybe telling it's me
0: Nicaragua.
1: About... Nicaragua. It was Nicaragua. Yeah, not Panama. So. Yeah, he was telling me about that. I saw him uh, in the fall at Ryan's. Nice. Did Did you see? I don't know if you follow stuff on Facebook or anything, but uh, um, I'm very proud of it. Ryan and I summited Mount Lamborn with our bicycles and got pictures.
0: I did not see the, that
1: on the summit on bikes, both feet wow. on the pedal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we didn't ride down off that top rock at the top, but we rode down pretty much the entire track. Ryan ate shit at the bottom, but he's fine. It was Whoa. great. It was very how much, good.
0: How much were you able to stay on the bike on the way up?
1: Almost none. Like a, up to the trailhead, mostly all of it, and then. Like less than five percent. Right.
0: Trail. Less than so then, Ryan, Ryan was just carrying both the bikes the rest of the way. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Um. Uh. We just pushed and carried. But I'd say it was like half and half, actually carrying it on your back, pushing.
0: Wow, that's a big one. That was what's Lamborn, like, fourteen thousand feet or something?
1: No, no, uh, it's only it's like less than twelve thousand. Oh, right. It's like seven thousand feet above downtown Payonia, where we rode from. Right. It's really, really cool. And it's just straight up, and like.
0: That's amazing.
1: Uh, it was brutal. It was really good. I was very uh, stoked. I believe Bill, according to Bill Mann, we are the first ones to do it.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: and so I believe him. He would know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will. I will tell everybody that asks me who who is the first to summit Mount Lamborn with a bicycle and. I'll say Brian's it was guys. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. Are you going back to Vanya anytime? Are you just an Easterner? It's the yeah, call I'm... of the West ever tug on you.
0: Oh, it tugs. It tugs on, uh, on a cold winter day, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we think about it a lot, but we bought a house here. And right we have some 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 good friends and there is a lot of freedom in vermont that is pretty special like you really Beardy. can just do whatever you want here nobody gives a fuck and it's so <laughs> it's so off the beaten trail that it's so nice like there's no cell phone reception and like nobody's really paying attention much to the outside world and no one's really paying attention much to like what each other like people are doing this like wild crazy shit and they don't try to get props for it at all um yeah so we there's just it's really a special place so we're like damn it we're here we've already put a shitload of work into this house and like so we're just gonna stay here and then like hopefully down the line get to you know be more free to roam around but you gotta just plant. Plant somewhere at some point so this is as good as any place i think
1: that's interesting yeah no that's a great place yeah good for you those are good reasons we're uh we're kind of in limbo about it like we have immigration applications in place to be able to go there but uh they're not um proceeding uh like as smoothly and fastly as you'd want like everything's fine but they're just taking Way longer than they're supposed to.
0: Just to go to the states.
1: Uh, yeah, for Fiona to be able to work there, live there. Oh. Uh, even though we are legally married.
0: Congratulations.
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, two years plus. Um, I guess it was like a, a Facebook announcement more than a sending out paper invitations and <laughs> <laughs> feeding everybody dinner from across the ocean and you know <laughs> climate disaster flights uh <laughs> yeah we went super minimalist it was really funny we got married at the city chambers and the ladies like yeah you, you have to have a witness each and that meant you know they're bringing their partners so that's four people and then there was like another couple that if we didn't invite them then they'd be really really pissed yeah so it's just six people no <laughs> rings no music wow and the, the the people at the register were like apologizing to the to like our six friends, like we're really sorry, but they've insisted no music.
2: So it's not <laughs> us, it's them. They
1: actually don't want music. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, we know that. Like you can proceed. <laughs> like <and> that's okay. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: When uh, when was that? We when... had a nice time. Oh, two years ago you said. We did.
1: Yeah, two years ago in the fall. Cool. all Over two years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was like uh But yeah, anyway, it just takes a long time, man. So we're in step two now, and then it could go quicker. So well, so
0: is it is it basically for Fiona to get a green card? Yeah. 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 And it just takes forever.
1: Yeah, so we did step one, it was supposed to take a maximum of six months. It took nineteen months for them to process it. Wow. You're approved. You may proceed to step two. Wow. Thanks. (laughs) 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 Thanks. <laughs> 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 you know, like, badass. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Well, it uh, sounds like you're, you're not just waiting around. What is, what is, no, what is Fiona not, up to? What does she do?
1: She does. Uh, uh, so it's really complicated to me. Um, she's a researcher uh-huh. and she works in like public services or not even, I guess just public services or large-scale administration, uh, like uh, development and implementation. Okay. So um, now she's coming in, so I have to stop talking about it. <laughs> so I'll get it corrected and stuff. <laughs> yep.
2: My... Uh, I mean, uh...
1: James asked me to explain what you do, and I can't. can't. I'll just... (laughs) Anyway, she hopes I'm not live on their podcast, so... (laughs) You'll just edit that part out, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 my intern will do that.
1: Yeah, that wasn't a comment about her. That was a comment about, I'm such a dummy, I can't even properly explain what she does.
0: Well, it sounds rather complex.
1: So, it's like... So uh, if you think about social services so that the government ministers yeah. where they have to take care of all the foster kids and, yeah. all the, and, and all the evaluation and what kids have to get taken away from parents and what kids have to go to the criminal justice system, and what do you do with oh. them when they get out? Oh. And all that, uh, it's governed by a bunch of policies. Sure. And they try to change stuff and they'll change policies and they don't get the changes they want. And so... Right. You know, and it researches how to implement a change all the way down to the root of like who you're hiring and how you're training them wow. and the policies and maybe training trainings across different organizations. Uh, and, uh, like that. And so, you know, like not one at a time in them, like, uh, like people like me do, but actually, like,
2: Systemically,
1: trying to get way better outcomes for you know, massism. Yes, that's the
0: it's the Lord's work, really. I mean, yeah,
1: really hard and important work. Yeah,
0: my wife just started working for the great state of Vermont, and she works for the. Uh uh, Yeah, here's now my my turn to to try to explain the office job Uh, that my wife does. Yeah, Uh, and I hope she
1: walks in right when you're in the middle of it. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. But it's, you know, dealing with bureaucracy and stuff is like, it's a nightmare, but thank God there are people with good heads on their shoulders that are actually trying to make things better.
1: Dude, like, I think the weight of, like, realizing all of it um, in the way that she does. It's hard, you know, yeah, like knowing uh so much about what's going on, the scale of it, yeah, what's preventable how, how why um you know, so I'm better with just like, like try to get that kid a bike, right, <laughs> it's easier to think of the world that way like than like
0: me too look at the whole problem,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: but we need we need both, I guess.
1: I guess so. Yeah, um, definitely. 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 Like more, probably more of that than of this.
0: So um, does it feel like it's kind of the same shit? Is Scotland, United States, like dealing with the same same problems and the same assholes and? and well, right?
1: not at all. I think the, I think the UK a little bit, yes. Uh, Scotland, less so. Like Scotland's yeah. pretty sweet, progressive. They're totally down with Europe um shit's different in scotland than the rest of the uk like you can uh like in england it's not wild camping anywhere you have to like only where it's specifically permitted yeah um scotland it is you can just wild camp anywhere within reason awesome Uh, and it's right to roam you you can bike and that applies to bike and foot you can just like that mountain looks sweet i'ma shred it cool yeah um
2: that's and great
1: they're they're real progressive and like global yeah scott scottish people are real they're like everywhere kind of they're pretty yeah. ubiquitous you know they fucking yeah. invented everything and went everywhere <laughs> and uh like cool. literally dude it's so obnoxious when living here you start <laughs> to realize what they invented everything <laughs> is the answer to that like all the things that other people claimed, like, nope, I actually invented in Scotland. Like <laughs> bicycle, airplane, radio. <laughs> you know. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Edison. Scottish. Really? Yeah. Uh, tarmac. Like paving. Tarmac. Tarmac Adams. <laughs>
2: Whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. And uh, uh, Dunlop invented the tire.
0: Wow. Like yeah. And they um, have palm trees.
1: And they have palm, palm trees. Wow. So yeah, they're they're pretty. Uh, they're not, you know, they're pretty anti like UK and England and all that. Now they maybe want independence here from the UK. I don't know. It's exhausting. Uh,
0: Is that has that happened at all recently? Any any places gone off from the UK?
1: No. But Scotland got to have a vote about it in 2014. They voted by like five percent to stay. Mm. Um, but then since then, the UK has left the EU, uh-huh. right? And Scotland overwhelmingly voted to remain in the EU in that vote, uh-huh. right? Then there was a general election where they elect all the members of Parliament and Scottish Parliament.
2: Uh huh.
1: And Scottish Parliament, like the Scottish Nationalist Party, won pretty overwhelmingly. They won almost all the seats. Wow. So they're like, and their whole position is another referendum to leave the UK and go back wow. to the EU. Wow. Cool. But and Boris Johnson gets to decide if they have the vote or not, like a referendum, and he's like, no, you can't have one.
0: <laughs> Smart.
1: <laughs> yeah. Genius.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. They keep
1: their nukes up here. They keep their nukes up here and there's some oil. So I don't think they would be keen on, you know.
0: The <laughs> you, the UK stores its nuclear weapons in Scotland?
1: Yeah, like all the nuclear submarines are parked here. The US is too actually, and all the nukes are kept up here. Why? Uh because they don't want them down there by this near the civilized people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like No, I don't even know where the U.S.'s nukes are right now, but it's probably like Puerto Rico. Right. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah,
0: right. That's not a... uh, Yeah. That's not what you want if you're a little country. to have to be the place that has to hold that shit.
1: I do have a bike ride where I ride around all these long lakes, locks, as they're called here. Uh And... uh, and there's it's the ones where the nuclear warheads are stored the nuclear subs going in and out
0: whoa yeah crazy wait cuz are they connected are are they mostly connected to the sea
1: those ones are sea locks
0: yeah sea locks it's
1: like fjords it's like fjords here
0: okay okay but
1: the, you know it'll be like a 20 mile long one it's like a big you know mountains on both sides cool yeah, deep, 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 deep.
0: That sounds pretty cool.
1: I have friends that just swim them. Just get out there and like swim 25 mile locks. Wow. Yeah, gnarly, cold as shit, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that sounds super gnarly.
1: Yeah. You'll never so catch me doing that.
0: Is the 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 U.S application and stuff is that just sort of like so that you have that option or do you guys specifically feel Uh, you might want to move it's
1: it's it's been you know if I'm being really honest it's been the plan to get there yeah and that's the plan now yeah Um,
0: has Fiona Scotland her most of her life
1: she's lived in different places she's pretty international yeah uh, yeah she's traveled all around but most of her life yeah
0: yeah it's been home base
1: and it is sweet here, man. Um the yeah. people are cool. You can actually ride year round. It is year round riding. It's not like like where you're at where it's just like full winter. You can't really but right. round bike or bike. Um and uh you know, there's a lot going on, but it's there's a lot about it that's hard for me. Like there's the city live in, the it's a litter place, man. It's like um they've just passed some tipping point where people don't be giving a fuck about litter. Really? Yeah.
0: It's That's out weird. Control.
1: Out of control, dog.
0: Whoa. Is but, it, is it poor?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's poor, but then it's just like a city full of people that like, oh, I'm changing my cabinetry, so I'll just dump it in the side street <laughs> by my house, my neighborhood, because yeah. everybody else is anyway. Yeah. We paid for a dumpster when we redid the kitchen and we didn't get, like, the locking one. Yeah. It's just, like, they brought the dumpster, and then, like, by the time the kitchen was ready to take down, the dumpster was just overflowing. Oh, no. Everybody...
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly... That, that was exactly the same thing happened out here, just at a slower pace, because there's not as many people, but...
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, so it's a little different, you know? But yeah, it's version of that stuff too. It sounds like it's full uh, normal city town drama there. I'm really proud of the co op. Ryan's doing good. uh, I'm trying, I sent a big letter to recruit Carolina, you know, Caroline. Yep. To uh, help Ryan at the co op.
0: Because he he needs help.
1: He needs somebody that can get him other people. Like Ryan doesn't go out and get people to help him.
0: Right
1: well, It's not uh I don't know what the right word is, but whatever I did, he doesn't yeah. do that part. Yeah. He does a lot of good stuff though. When I was there visiting, like there was kids in there building their mountain bikes. We did a big cleaning out. It was okay, but he had no volunteers. Like Link quit while I was there. And that was the last volunteer besides Ryan. Wow. <laughs> like, dude, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a place to wash your hands in the shop. So like Mm. you have to get a hand washing device. Yes. Yeah.
0: Crucial. So Can't just use wet wipes.
1: Yeah. The bike co-op. Uh, I don't know. It's it's doing good, but I always felt like um, it could have been so much more. Like we never quite got to where every kid in town had a sweet bike, and any kid who wanted one could just come get one.
2: And that's That's
1: what it should be. There's no reason it's not like that.
0: I, I agree a friend, well and that's friend a...
1: muhammad told me i have a friend here Mohammed. he's a asylum seeker from libya he said like a really gnarly life he's a really cool dude he spends all his time helping other people cool even though he's way worse off than anyone else not allowed to work gets three bucks a day from the government jeez and uh, yeah and um he, he was like dude he looked at everything we have and like our shop he helps me a lot he's like you know, you could, if, if we work harder, we could get it to where like every refugee, every asylum seeker, when they arrive, like we're just caught up on the waiting list and just as they arrive, they could just be like, Can I have a bike? And, <laughs> bike and it, yeah. <laughs> I was, I've been thinking about it, it's been like haunting me. I'm like, Maybe it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can do that. And, you know, but I think like Peonia could have easily kind of had that going, but it just didn't get quite enough people to realize like, how cool it was that that's there and that yeah. you could just go take advantage of it you know yes so my they just passed away who jordan Chavonet he died he did fuck he, did. he had cancer um oh, i didn't know that but yeah he had been struggling with that for years and uh, passed away. Oh, did man. not know you didn't know that no <laughs> but he that's
0: was... right thanks for telling me
1: Uh, yeah, he was, I was just saying to Ryan, he was the greatest customer because he, he came with Nikoya and picked out a bike and spent like eight or nine weeks. He was in there every week with her talking her through rebuilding. It was like a Trek carbon Y bike, mountain bike, totally badass. but it was such a pain in the ass to get it working good. Mm -hmm. And none of us like, you know, I wouldn't say between all of us, there was really a competent mechanic in there. (laughs) uh like she had tears and he was he hurt himself once and like he would still like stop to help other people that came in though
2: yeah
1: and it was necessary and like talked her through it and stuck out finished the bike great bike like he made a video about it told everybody how great it was cool and uh i was just like that's the greatest customer we ever had
2: yeah that's spirit
1: he gets it like that's what this place is for hardly anyone yeah Um, yeah he was badass well, and said, what I... yeah to Ryan right. but Ryan's already on it He built, he's building a bike so for them and like, yeah yeah he was such a good dude sorry you didn't know that um, That's all I right. thought you were aware it's been a minute I think they're doing all the memorial stuff now man
2: um, a few that's
1: weeks, crazy yeah. mm-hmm.
0: the young man
1: dude there's a lot of people that have passed away since we left
0: huh you know?
1: It's been uh, it's been kind of sad, like that, like. Yeah. I think I got to know more people there than I do most places i live, but then.
0: Me too. That's
1: just a byproduct of that, but maybe right. there's also higher death rate or I don't
0: know. Right. Interesting. You know
1: about uh Ryan Ryan Rediver? Do you know that story?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. Who's that?
1: <clears throat> he was the coal mining hippie.
0: Huh. So he I remember lived, him.
1: He lived next to where Ryan lived. Ryan and Sharon lived for a while. Okay. Uh, he's a coal mining, coal mining hippie, like legit hippie that was worked at the coal mines forever. Yeah. And real cool dude. Real cool dude. And he would come to the co-op and stuff. But uh, he like had a gun, and the woman that used to live in his house was having like a manic episode where she thought she still lived there and people were chasing her. Oh, no. She ran in, she ran in the house and found his gun and hid. And then when he walked in, she blasted him whoa yeah
0: that's crazy yeah man
1: no panya yeah.
0: yeah well
1: yeah it's great biking bad. town though it is it is you know scott's really uh doing such a great job with his shop like his shop is better than the go ever was um even if i still want the go-op to be more like I'm so grateful for that because he like organized a race series for the kids cool. and it's always uh, works at the schools with them. And like that guy's the man. I love that guy. He, you so, know, he's in our shop now. Right. He took over where we were.
0: Oh, really?
1: He bought, yeah, he bought the building and the uh, okay. the co-ops now up where the taco truck is. Yeah. Warehouse. right. There. Yeah. Right. So Which is,
0: pretty good. is that where you guys would go if you moved to the States?
1: I think it would be i really like that i like those people and um yeah man yeah
0: it's a special place
1: yeah totally i think
0: so
2: yeah
1: i think that area could use what i do too um
0: just some evil some some more evil
1: yeah exactly just the same evil i'm spreading here (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it could use some shredability, for the Yeah. Kids. Yeah. I like it. It's been good. Um, they've like, we show up at the school and it's like, you ever see those videos of the Beatles, like when they land in America and the girls <laughs> are just going crazy. It's like that with the kids, like, it doesn't matter what bell is ringing or where they're supposed to be going. Like, if they see the van and us, they're just like mobbing the fence or the window or just no like. No way. Oh, dude. Like, they just That's need amazing. to read it. It's fun. Yeah.
0: That must feel so good.
1: It feels good. Um, It feels the best to me is when they crash and they're all bloody and then teacher. We tell them like you'll be okay, just take a minute, or whatever, and the teacher just shrugs and it's like, Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: <to> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty special.
1: Yeah, don't quote me on that, you know. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> don't don't get fired moment of the day.
0: No, we we'll, we'll we'll edit that out. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I um, like that, any, man. Yeah, I like I it want... too. I like it too.
0: I I had a pretty I mean I I I've found a way to be rough and tumble just by playing sports like so nonstop when I was a kid but um I like that about I like that about this place like kids are outside a fair amount you know they sled and they ride ATVs and whatever and uh,
1: yeah they need it man
0: you gotta, gotta keep I think that alive
1: that's a big problem it's everywhere yeah you know? yeah but I think you gotta make it fun if you want them to do it. Uh, I think if you start with, like, here's a safety vest and a bunch of right. lame rules, it's like, like no way. <laughs> we warm up with dancing, a warm up dance, dance race, and then, uh, <laughs> which is like a relay of dancing. So everybody's kind of doing a solo.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> and then we just get straight to the bikes, start practicing skills. Cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's pretty good kids
0: Um, are kids are good dancers
1: yeah totally what about you guys you guys gonna fire up some kids
0: um god willing
1: nice yeah nice i think you'll be great at it
0: hey thanks that's what everyone tells me
1: yeah I i have total confidence in that they
0: don't they don't know they don't know the deep dark secrets of my heart though
1: yeah but your kids won't either yeah, <laughs>
0: that's the idea keep that <laughs> locked away
1: yeah they'll have no idea you create their whole reality yeah,
0: yeah I, um yeah right.
1: been, i'm doing the grandpa style thing i enjoy other people's kids right yeah i had a kid at a school uh the teacher said it was a break and we had to stop for a minute and the kids, little kid, mind you, slapped me on the leg and asked me if I, he said, You want me to run to this shop and get you a bottle of Bucky? <laughs> now, Bucky, a, it's basically equivalent to Four Loco. It's like a caffeinated, fortified wine type beverage. <laughs> what? It was like 10 a.m. at an elementary school. Some what? of these kids are probably rough situations at home
2: oh wow
1: relative to some of them i think you'll be a great dad
0: oh wow that's what island that's what island tells me like we've been talking about it a lot lately because we're getting we're getting to that point where it's time to you know stop talking about it and actually do it and uh -hmm. and she and i you know i'm like i have you know i have some doubts just about the whole okay. thing. And her her line is like we don't have to be great parents. She's like, if we can create people that are kind, uh, then we're doing the world a a service. And that's pretty it's pretty good stuff from old Adams, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I always think of it, and uh, I had a friend once where a, another friend, a younger friend, this was when I was a kid, was complaining to an older friend about his how lame their dad was, and that dad sucks, mm-hmm. shitty parent, can you believe this, how awful my dad is? What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And then the, the older friend was like, Wow, you have a dad that lets you live in his house and everything? <laughs> <Like that>. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, you know, I guess it is all kind of relative. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you don't even have to pay and you just get to live there? Amazing.
0: Oh, man, that's sad. But it's true. Yeah,
1: but, you know, I mean, it's true. Like, um, I think the point is you'll do everything you can once you have the kid um but you can't control everything. That's what I say parenthood teaches you is that you um yeah. have to accept things, learn to accept a lot more than you thought because there's just you want to control everything about it that you can yeah. control way less than, and you'll drive yourself crazy trying to. So yeah. Don't, yeah. Thanks. That's
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh that's not going to be Ailum. easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Give Island a hug for me. And uh um, Yeah, man. And oh, wow. uh yeah. God willing, as the inshallah, as my Arabic brothers over here say. <laughs> uh one thing I've learned about Muslims here is they do not believe in the concept of luck. They say inshallah, God willing. Just like you said. They would never ever say good luck. Or right. if lucky.
0: I yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, the French don't say good luck either. They say good courage, bon courage.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah, I like yeah. to take full credit for things that go well in my life. I don't. I don't want to chalk anything credit. up to good yeah. luck.
1: Or even in Allah, then it's just like, great God, you did it. Like, <laughs> right. you know, bon courage. It's like you're courageous. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'd have a hard time with the whole it's all preordained and God decides all of it because then what's the point? Like I can't believe that. I uh, that
0: Yeah. Right no. Yeah. That's
1: people are out here doing things.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, what is the point? was one of the things I think about with the idea of having kids is like like once you have kids then like raising your kids becomes the most important thing that you do in your life in a way and like Mm -hmm. then like well then so what did i do like if if it's always going to be just about the next generation like at some point somebody actually has to do something so that's sometimes my thought is like should i just i mean i know that i want to have kids but that's kind of an argument i play in my head is like well, if I don't have kids, then maybe I could actually, I could like get something done.
1: <laughs> um, hmm. Maybe you should just grab a couple spares. There's a lot of spare kids out there, <laughs> you know, that way, maybe they already got a couple years under their belt. So the whole kid thing's not going to last as long overall as it otherwise might have.
0: Right. Oh, so I could get back to my uh get content handful. World. Get a
1: handful of them. Yeah, do like three of them mm-hmm. for eight years or ten years or something, and then you're back in business.
0: Yeah.
2: That'll
1: keep you on your toes to boot. And then you'll have three functioning adults that love you and can help you in your
0: well. So you know. there's that's what I've been thinking about lately. Is like I get I'll get to basically create team member teammates that like mm-hmm. that get to you know hopefully be friends with me and help me do things so
1: yeah um maybe
0: but, <laughs> yeah you know, exactly
1: there's a lot of examples throughout history <laughs> of, uh, where they see their moment to seize power and uh <laughs> latch onto it <laughs> I wish you the oh, best of your luck with your teammate creation plan. <laughs> Thank you. Evil Gabe. Thank Evil you. Gabe is pleased that this is how you picture parenthood. And <laughs> he <laughs> can't wait to check back with you in 10 years and ask you how that's working out.
2: <laughs>
1: Thank yeah. you. Uh, teammate creation. Adversary. it's really Think of it like a Kato. <laughs> It'll be more like an Inspector Clouseau Kato type teammate. <laughs> they will just keep you strong.
0: Right. You know, yeah. Well that's worth that's worth something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well thanks for the We support. have lots of friends with babies here. It's nice to see.
0: Lots yeah. of friends with what? Babies. Oh yeah. 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 That's cool. That's nice good. Yeah. We need mm-hmm. we need babies.
1: Yeah, we can't, can't do the idiocracy thing where only the dumb dogs have babies. <laughs> right. You seen it? It's
0: have I seen it?
1: You seen the movie *Idiocracy*? No. You should watch it. We're living that reality. It's like a combination of *Idiocracy* and *Network*. Those two movies mm. is basically what we're living out in the the global world. But the premise is just that only dumb people have tons of kids now. Right. And that smart people are all like, well, wow, we can't do it with the market being where it is. Or right. now's not a good time. Well, I finished my PhD. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Dummies are just like,
0: whoa, I'm going to fuck <laughs> all y'all. Yeah.
1: And uh, they yeah. show the family trees and they expand it out hundreds and hundreds of years. And then they have a WWF wrestler's president. Whoa. And, and you know, ah, yeah, pretty much like what we have going on now
0: yeah that's not a good trend
1: yeah i have to say the boris johnson thing people talk less shit to me about trump with boris in charge over here so why
0: well, is he I know another that's a
1: selfish thing to say but
0: is um, he a
1: Boris? Bef- everyone would be like the first thing when they heard my accent was like you're an american trump trump what about trump yeah trump's a dick do you like trump yeah, and then uh, now with Boris, I don't hear that well, almost ever. Nobody even wants to talk about it. All humiliated, and embarrassed by their own bad haircut, buffoon.
0: Is he a buffoon?
1: Um, yeah, he's yeah. a buffoon.
2: Yeah,
1: he's a crooked buffoon. Um, yeah. and he's basically, I don't know. He's kept power, and he's got his Brexit. But all the deal they negotiated was like a temporary kind of weird deal that like, if a permanent deal can't be ironed out, then they're just back to hard Brexit in another year or something. And hard Brexit's like a real mess. Like we're on an Island that gets many important things from the mainland, like food right? And medicine. Right. And uh, <laughs> there has to be mechanisms for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's a concern, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It turns out all the doctors and nurses are actually European over here. (laughs) It's (laughs) not going to be convenient.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
2: Yeah,
1: so they haven't really heard about that part.
2: Mm.
1: Not to mention the Ireland thing.
0: What's the Ireland thing?
1: So remember how they used to have wars and bombing Ireland, Northern Ireland, the Troubles? Yeah. Like Belfast. Yeah. So that stopped because you know northern ireland's part of the uk and the republic of ireland is its own country but when both became part of the eu that was a big part in resolving that because there was no more border uh. Uh, there's free trade there's not like a border guard and this establishment and government here and that one there it's just like you're just flowing freely between two eu states yeah um but leaving the eu <laughs> Means you're not right. <laughs> so now, so they've worked out some kind of deal, supposedly, where there won't be a hard border there, but then there'll be administrative checks on goods between Northern Ireland and mainland UK, which supposedly isn't. It's like whatever the British equivalent of unconstitutional. Like you can't uh-huh. say you have administrative checks from Texas, but not from Nevada. You know. Uh-huh. Like, uh, and so then it's just also they haven't worked out any of it, but it's like, really, you're going to make that a border again? Right. <laughs> like, that just seems yeah. like such a bad scab to pick at.
0: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of depressing.
1: Yeah. I was just over there and they were all like, stop Brexit, vote labor, all over everybody's yards. And then, of course, conservatives won and Brexit's happening. So
0: Wow. Craziness. Cal,
2: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. What's Vermont a, is
1: the home of Bernie Sanders, yes? Correct. Are you a Bernie bro? Are you a Bernie bro?
0: No. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I like a lot of the things that he says. But... Oh, yeah,
1: me too. And I'm learning to appreciate that. You know, I used to not like when they would just say nice things and do bad things. Yeah. But now I'm, like, wishing for the days of a nice thing saying, the bad things <laughs> doing president.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> at least it, it has some, some semblance of order, or...
1: Well, I think the bad things they say now influence the way people treat each other. Right. Not just a political level. Right. On the everywhere level. And so even having a president just up there being like, Martin Luther King was good, and equal right. rights are important. better right. than, like... <laughs> whatever you know, whatever weird shit we're hearing these days.
0: I I hear uh, you. yeah. Yeah. So it's wild. Martin Luther
1: King Day on Monday, by the way. I don't know That's if you're right. doing another I don't know if you're doing another podcast between now and then, but Probably no, I
2: don't not. know if this
1: airs. if this airs on Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. Yeah. Uh, find a way to honor the Reverend Doctor and his amazing message and strength and nonviolent resistance.
0: Those are good things. Uh, one
1: of my personal heroes. I, I characterize him as the greatest American. Um, really? And uh, you know, people don't like to be patriotic these days, uh, but I think patriotism in the right way is good. And I say, I think Martin Luther King is the greatest American. Yeah. Because he led a successful nonviolent resistance movement that affected a, a vast cultural change and uh, like social justice change. Um, in a non-violent way, and it's very few times in history, anywhere that people have accomplished that. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's a wonderful story. Yeah. Good
1: yeah. one to, good one to point to. Yeah, I like to just fire up of his on Martin Luther King Day. and Just watch them throughout the day. It's good. always he likes about something that gets me super fired up, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: That's good That's stuff. That's
1: crazy, what I don't know what changed where. Now you can just have this slurring, guy like <laughs> with weird makeup,
0: just spouting
1: hate on TV to big crowds and like.
0: Isn't it wild? But like 60
1: years ago, we were at Martin Luther King, and everybody was like,
0: "Yes, this guy's the man." Right. <laughs>
1: our tastes changed that much? Well,
0: I, I yeah, I mean, I think that that the what we see and 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 what we think of as like our our identity and our our culture is so freaking heavily manipulated and controlled that um it's hard to uh i mean it's hard to look at that stuff and feel and not feel kind of depressed or disgusted um but my my response has been and being in Vermont is part of it to just like turn away from it completely and just focus on what's going on right here, and and that's generally pretty good. I think that I think that the result is everybody just is like has gotten like the bad results. Everyone gotten getting more fearful and more sort of meek, um, because they don't want to offend and they don't want to be tagged as part yeah. of some big movement that they don't agree with or whatever and like yeah. all the yeah. cast is sort of just like being acted out on this big screen that we're all watching sort of like oh god this is horrible
1: <laughs> like network
0: you ever see the movie network no
1: that's a famous movie from the 60s or 70s Uh huh. Um, it's really iconic and it's about like a young female network executive And they're going to change up how the news is done to get more ratings to be a little more entertainment y. Uh And they're going to fire like the old kind of Walter Cronkite news guy who's like just a vaccine guy for many years.
2: Yeah.
1: And they tell him he's done at the end of his contract, which is a few months away. And he goes on air and he flips out and says he's going to kill himself live on the air in two weeks or something and like blow his brains out. He's like, he gets this tagline, like, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Oh, sure. It, I remember that. Yeah, it catches fire all around the country. And they end up just, like, riding that wave mm. of the change of how people watch the news. It just goes from news to spectacle. Right. Everybody wants to be entertained by everything all the time. Right. Right. And now we have literally impeachment proceedings where they're like, well, that didn't have pizzazz. That was the news analysis. <laughs> NBC. They're like, I thought the commentary lacked pizzazz today in the witness testimony. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, of course it was incredibly incriminating, but it was just that pizzazz factor it wasn't there. <laughs> what? Wow. Did you oh want God. her to do it topless? Like
0: what? Right. <laughs> right. You know? Oh, it's such a fucking circus. And I mean, it's it's just like we're going to have this whole circus right up until the election is in full swing. And it's just it's just I nonstop. Like I, mean, be
1: I feel like he'll be reelected.
0: What's that?
1: I feel like he'll be. I, I think he's going to be reelected. And we're going to be looking at Donald Trump Jr. in 2024.
0: Well, no, it'll be a Democrat in 2024. I think they pretty much take turns. They each get eight years and goes back and forth.
1: It doesn't always work like
0: that. But maybe. It's been that way for a while, hasn't
1: it? Reagan and Bush were eight years and then four years. Reagan. So they got, got 12.
0: And then. Oh, because Reagan George, and. Yep. George yep. H.W.
1: Okay. Bush. Yeah. Yep. And Clinton got eight, and then Bush got eight, and then Obama got eight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the way it's shaping um, up, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, oh. I'm a little concerned, about it. more than a little concerned. But oh,
0: yeah. Um, at
1: least I live near the nukes. I'll be safe here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> and it,
1: it's conveniently uh, located.
0: It's nice that you're out there and meeting people from all around the world and just representing our. Dude,
1: dude this <laughs> week. I give, I give bikes to a family from Chechnya, a family from Sri Lanka, a dude from Sierra Leone, a couple Arabic families that I do not know what country they're from. I think one was Kurdish Uh and then one was kind of Arabic, um, like a few other Arabic dudes. Oh, an Albania guy. Cool. Um, and Vietnamese dudes. That's pretty cool.
0: That's awesome.
1: Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That must they never really pick good.
1: the bike that they're gonna pick. Oh, and El Salvador, of course. Um,
0: you I, never I always pick like line the line bike they're bikes. gonna pick.
1: Well, I I just give them the best bike I have that'll reasonably fit them that they want, yeah. I always like think I know what that's gonna be, yeah. And I'll line up all the bikes and I'll guide them to that one. And go, this one is the shit, but then always like, oh, that one, what really? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs>
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: Funny, yeah.
0: All right, well, I just have a couple questions to to wrap this up. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. How are the bagels in Scotland?
1: Um, I've seen things like Paonia where they call it a bagel and it's not really a bagel.
2: Uh
0: huh.
1: Um, like a bagel stand in Waverley Station in Edinburgh where they're not that great. And then uh-huh. we buy like grocery store bagels that we freeze and then toast you know.
0: those so, aren't that I don't
1: great. Think you, I don't think those were even real bagels to begin with. that's just donut shaped bread kinda
0: yeah
1: uh, yeah, it, so I don't think i I don't think I'm accessing bagels here,
0: but oh, do you we, put, have,
1: we have good scallops and salmon and stuff so.
0: that's pretty nice, yeah, so you eating a lot of seafood?
1: Yeah, potato. Yeah, and potato scones. They have these like little potato pancakey things. Oh, uh, yeah. there we go. I like those a lot. Yeah.
0: That sounds good.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, but no bagels, not that great. Uh, next question.
0: Um, name as many Pokemon as you can, please.
1: Um, is Pokemon. No pokemon <laughs>
0: no wrong that is not one
1: okay um hold on a second uh oh wait 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 uh pikachu
0: there you go okay that's one
1: it's definitely the only one i know
0: okay well hey you got one
1: i almost said ichiro but he's the baseball player
0: <laughs> <laughs> i could look it up after the show maybe it's a pokemon I don't
1: know. I don't think, so. I don't think I they d- would name a Pokemon Ichiro. He's one of the most famous Japanese people ever. That's true. would be a weird thing to do.
0: Unlikely. Yeah. Well, gee, Gabe, it sure has been nice to catch up with you.
1: You too. Um, uh, yeah, give my best to uh, Island. Um. Maybe one day I'll swing through that house on a bike tour. And, uh, hey, that'd see be great. You you're always welcome in Scotland, but uh Thanks. you just told me your life plan and it doesn't sound like it's the time for Scotland <laughs> visiting you. Um
0: uh, but I'll but be if, I'll be yeah. eternally optimistic about my ability to just up and go places like Scotland. So you never know. I would it, really love to go to Scotland.
1: It's a nice, nice nice place. There's uh there's like three hundred, almost three hundred mountains between 3,000 and 4,000 feet high. Wow. Uh, in a small area, like South carolina size area. And there's... So you
0: can basically just jump from the top of one to the top of the next one?
1: No, it's pretty gnarly getting between them, but you can go peak bagging, and they feel like, you feel like you're at 18,000 feet because you get way above tree line, and it's gnarly weather conditions, and uh, it like simulates high altitude really good without being high altitude.
0: Did you say peak uh, bagging?
1: Yeah, peak bagging, where you're like going from peak to peak. You're bagging all the peaks.
0: Oh, so it's not like teabagging.
1: Not teabagging. No, that's a different thing. Okay. Uh, all right. Probably well, not sounds... for this podcast. I didn't know this was going to be that kind of podcast. we well, are so dressed differently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds good, man. Yeah, and if you uh, if you ever feel like visiting Vermont, we we've got a cool cool place up here. We got bunnies. And uh, Mm. you can go skiing and eat a lot of maple syrup.
1: I like that. I like that. Bunny skiing, maple syrup. Those are all really good things.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm going to
1: let you know if I'm in the neighborhood. Okay, cool. And maybe catch up back in Colorado one day. You never
2: know.
0: I'm pretty sure that will happen.
2: Yeah, that's
0: happening. It's destined. That's where our final battle will probably take place.
1: Right on, man. Good
2: game.
0: Good good game. game. Be good. All right, man. Uh, Same to you. Well, there you have it, folks. The battle of good versus evil has concluded. As usual, it was a draw. Thanks, Evil Gabe, for stepping into the ring and sharing a little bit about his life and some of the horrible shit that he does uh i can't believe that he um freaking gives bicycles to children isn't that terrible gets them excited about the independence of and fun of cycling it's pretty despicable uh again any questions gabe roberts at gmail.com let me know what you want what, what do you want to hear about what should we what should we discuss on this podcast peanut butter we go back to peanut butter i could i've got you know i've got a few more years since the last time i dived into peanut butter i have eaten a lot of peanut butter so we could talk about that and we could talk about how when it, you get it at the the co-op it kind of looks like poop we can talk about or we can just talk about poop. Anyway, folks, let me know. Thanks for listening and take take care. Until next time, Adios.